Grace and peace to you from God, our loving parent. I am Bishop Felix Malpica of the La Crosse Area Synod, and it is my honor and a privilege to bring you a word of the gospel on this, the first Sunday of Christmas. Now, before I read the story of Simeon, I have to confess that Christmas this year comes a little bittersweet, knowing that my family that is in Bethlehem and the birthplace of Jesus Christ did not celebrate Christmas this year with a Christmas tree up front and with presents and singing and rejoicing, but rather they had a manger with rubble all around Jesus who was born in the midst of devastation. And so they gathered for prayer, for prayer to an end to occupation, for an end to the senseless killing and violence. My heart is heavy because I know that even as I celebrate that Jesus did show up in this world to bring a kingdom of peace and love and justice, that Jesus continues to be hungry on the street corners, cold outside today, that Jesus continues to be lonely and to be terrified, that Jesus is in the midst of wars, not just in the Holy Land, but in Africa and Europe and Asia and literally all around the world. So even as I rejoiced with my own family, with my own kids, young kids who want an opportunity to rejoice and celebrate, my heart holds a heaviness of knowing that the pain of the world is real today. And so we see this duality of Jesus Christ in the gospel today. We hear both the joy that comes with the Messiah entering the world and yet the pain and the suffering that is real. You'll hear them both in the gospel today as I read uh, or tell the story of Simeon and Anna, of Joseph and Mary and Jesus from Luke, the second chapter. Let's listen to that story now with all of that in mind. When it came time for the purification according to the laws of Moses, Joseph and Mary brought Jesus to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. For as it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male shall be designated as holy to the Lord. And they offered a sacrifice to what is stated in the law a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Well, at least for those who don't have enough to bring forward a lamb for a family that is young and poor and doesn't have the resources. So they bring their pair of pigeons. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem his name was Simeon. This man was righteous. He was full of justice and right relationship with God and devout. And he was looking forward to the consolation of Israel, to God, of consolation of God's holy people. And the Holy Spirit had rested on Simeon. It had revealed to him, um, the Holy Spirit shown him that he would not see death before he had laid eyes on the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Holy Spirit, Simeon came into the temple, and when he saw the parents who brought in the child Jesus 
to do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him into his arms and praised God, saying, Lord, now you let your servant go in peace. Your word has been fulfilled. My own eyes have seen the salvation which you have prepared in the sight of every peoples. A light to reveal you to the nations and the glory of your people. Israel, Israel. And the child's father and mother, Mary and Joseph, were amazed at what was being said about him. And then Simeon blessed them. And then tenderly, he turned over to Mary. He said, Mary, this child is going to bring forth a difficult judgment. Destined to bring people up and also to bring people down. He will bring a confronting word that will be opposed by many people because he will reveal what is inside the hearts of many. And this, it's going to pierce your own soul too. Now, there was also a prophet, uh, Anna. She was the daughter of Fenuel and the tribe of Asher. And she was of great age. She had uh, been married lived with her husband seven years after marriage, and then she was a widow to the age of 84. And she never left the temple. She worshiped there day and night, fasting and in prayer. And at that moment, she came and she began to praise God and to speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. Now, when Joseph and Mary had finished everything that was required of the law, they returned back home to the area around the Sea of Galilee, to their own small town of Nazareth, where Jesus grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God rested on Jesus. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Did you hear this difficult message that is once a yet, uh, pure joy that causes Simeon to burst out into beautiful song and poetry and yet the bitter news that comes to Mary? Jesus is coming. Jesus is going to do amazing things, but it is not going to be easy. Jesus is going to end up on a cross. And Mary's going to have to bear something that no mother should have to bear. 
to watch their child, their precious child, be executed. This word comes to Mary from the depths of Simeon's heart and through the Holy Spirit, this moment of empathy that happens between Simeon and Mary and Joseph, realizing the difficult path ahead for them, the difficult path ahead for Jesus. And what is in my heart today is pondering what is going on inside our hearts. For Simeon tells them that Jesus is going to come to reveal the inner workings of our hearts, the inner workings of our thoughts, our motivations for acting in this world, for speaking in this world, for being in relationship in this world, and people will be brought up high and be brought down low based on what their inner motivations might be. So my question for myself, for the world, for all around us is, how are we being motivated? Are we being motivated by this amazing love of God, an expansive love of God that forces us to reach out, to, to cultivate life-giving relationships rooted in God's love with others, with strangers, with even our enemies and creation all around us? Are our hearts filled with that love of God that is able to look past all barriers and say, I love you, I care for you, to, to endeavor in this world of brokenness and pain to work for peace and for love and for justice, or are we motivated by our self-interest? Are we motivated by fear? Are we motivated by striving for our own power, privilege, and money? Jesus came to reveal what's going on inside. And I know this is a Christmas sermon and it's supposed to make you uh, happy and filled with joy. And yet, when Jesus comes, it's not easy. The gospel of Jesus Christ is scandalous. It is difficult. Yes, we know that with Jesus, the kingdom of God, where there is peace and love and justice for all of creation is true here and now. And yet we know that it's not yet, that there is pain, that there is suffering, that there is a lot of work to do. We can clearly look around the world and see that we are not there yet. We can easily look around the world and know that for thousands of years, the inner workings of people have been revealed. And we have seen those motivations to be fear, to be hatred, to be a continual striving for money, power, and privilege. We have seen that the motivations of the world have continued to be just for the self and not founded in love. And so we need to continue proclaiming that Jesus Christ came so that we might lift our heads up and see the world through the lens of God's love. That Jesus came to transform our inner workings, to allow for us to be motivated by this amazing love of Jesus Christ that causes us to see at each and every single precious child with those same eyes of Simeon. 
Oh, that tenderness that Simeon must have felt looking at this Christ child, holding God in his arms that forced him to exclaim this beautiful song of joy. Ah, oh, now I can finally be at peace. I know that God is here, that God has come to reveal who God is to all the world, that peace that wholeness, that restoration, reconciliation is coming. And yet, that dagger that got pierced through Mary's heart as Jesus did the work of seeing those on the margins, of feeding the hungry, of clothing the naked, of embracing those who have been pushed aside uh, to the corners of society, bringing them back in. Jesus Christ, who even went so far as to push past death and to make death not a final word but only a little stumbling block. Jesus Christ, who came to walk among us, Mary's heart was pierced as the inner workings of people was revealed to be only fear, only a need for their own self-interest, for money and power and privilege. Mary's heart was pierced. And, and I can imagine that it continues to be pierced each and every single time we make that true. That so many times we're only led by fear. So let's endeavor. Let's endeavor you and I to make the church a place where our inner hearts are revealed to be one that is rooted in God's love. Because that is why Jesus came. To say, I love you. I care for you, and no matter what, you are mine. And because Jesus came, you are claimed. You are washed in the waters of baptism and sent out into the world to make God's dream a reality, a place where our inner lives are guided by this amazing love and all of creation can experience God's abundance here and now. That is good news. Jesus did show up, and I promise you that God will show up again. When your heart is shown to be led by love, Jesus Christ shows up again. And so in this new year, as we head into 2024, may our hearts be shown and revealed to be motivated by love, deeply rooted in the love of Jesus Christ, that we might make Christ known again, that Christmas may be something we celebrate in our everyday lives because Jesus will be born again in our encounters, that people will see visions, glimpses of God's kingdom in their own lives. Merry Christmas to you. May Jesus show up through your heart that is revealed to be rooted and grounded in that amazing love of God. Amen.